Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. With your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. You know his motto. He's excited to be alive. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen mm-hmm. and amen. 
Hey, Ron, how you doing this evening? <laughs> I am excited and overwhelmed to be alive, my brother. Oh my goodness! You know this is you know this is Giving Tuesday, so we wanna we wanna we, and I'm glad that you're excited to be alive, and we want all those in our listening audience, no matter whether they be in California, Florida, Georgia, New York, uh, Kansas City, uh, Uganda, Kenya, uh, the UK, wherever they are in the world, we want to say thank you and love you. But at the same time, we want God to pour into them, pressed down, shaking together, and running over, so that on this Giving Tuesday. They can go to www.furtheringfathering.org and donate to Furthering Fathering. We, uh, we, we let let it be, let it be known that not one penny will be wasted or or used uh, inappropriately. Every uh, uh, cent is accounted for in terms of blessing others, uh, in terms of uh, training up others, in terms of fortifying others, uh, 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 giving counsel to others. So uh, uh, on this Giving Tuesday, please give www.furtheringfathering.org. It has a ring to it. So, yes, 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 yes. Ron, you know, we always like to start off with accountability questions as dads. Uh, we want to make sure that, that, that uh, we're operating uh, in, in honor and encouragement but, but so that we can get to, to accountability. So a few mm-hmm. questions. So, Ron, dad. When when you see a bad idea, a horrible practice, a, 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 an accepted but wrong societal or cultural norm that is unhealthy but popular, how do you convey that to your children, your family? How do you convey that to young folks in your sphere or other dads in your sphere? How do you convey? Because... It's not oh, it's some, it's, change is not really easily accepted. At least positive change. You know, many politicians run on change, but they don't tell you which type. There are two types of change: good change, and there's bad change. How do we mm-hmm. discern the bad change so that others can walk in the good change? Go, how how do you do that, Ron? Well. I always go back to when I when I look at those things and where do they come from? Is it from the core of our being, which is our heart? Is it from the mind because we're heavily influenced by the culture and tradition around us? And if that's the case, we go back to question number one. Where is our heart located that these things were able to even impact or have an effect on us to begin with? So it all rounds back to that one common denominator, the heart. And yes. as you know, we do and who we are, everything flows from there. Yes. What is our, what is our, our heart curriculum? It's based on the things that consist in the heart. Number one, yes. honor. That is the key honor. When you look at something that's being displayed or spoken or done in the nature of what you're speaking about, the first thing we we should be asking is, is it honorable? Mm. That's number one, it's honorable. And if, if it isn't, yeah. why isn't it honorable? Because it's going to show you how it clashes against what we consider honor. Yes. Then when you come around and look at it, is it accountable? What is the accountability of this, this issue that's being pushed yes. right now? What's the responsibility that comes along with this? If you're pushing it and it's negative, are you willing to be responsible for the results that come from it when it impacts the people that you are actually directing it to? Again, that goes back to the condition of the heart. It goes back to your willingness to be accountable. Yeah. It goes back to are you encouraging someone, but are you encouraging them the right way or the wrong way? Yeah. Is there any reconciliation for what you are putting out there? Because if you're going to put stuff out there that's going to be damaging, do you have it in your heart to pull away from it or to pull it away from people because you understand it's damaging? 
But if your intention was to put it out there regardless, it goes right back to the heart again. That yeah. Back to that first word, honor. There was a lack of honor. You had an intentionality, but it wasn't a righteous one. So when we look at things in society, when we look at how things have been projected through tradition and culture, we have to ask those kind of questions. And we have to be able to handle the answers that come from us. And as fathers, we have to really, really look at this stuff and then take the time to make it a priority to sit down with our children and explain to them what we are seeing that's not right about it. And we got to look at it from a spiritual point of view because everything starts and ends in the spirit, regardless of what it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. you were talking earlier about, and I was mentioning Jeremiah uh, 29, 11, where the ultimate father of us all says, I know the plans I have for you. And then he says he declares it, which means he's setting it in stone, that this is what he's saying, this is what he means. And he immediately comes mm-hmm. right behind that and says to you and not harm you. Mm-hmm. Now, everything I said before this comes back to those two things. It's either it's going to prosper you or it's going to harm you. As a father, it is your mandate to always do the things that are going to prosper your children, not harm them. Because if you're prospering them, then you're giving them what it says, plans to give you hope and a future. And so, that's so, the key. So, so if we pare this down so that, that, that our listening audience can, can glean or learn from what you're saying, you're saying that you're looking at the long-term good of what is right the short-term pleasure of what is wrong. You're, you're packaging it in terms that if it's a wife, if it's, if it's a child, if it's a neighbor, if it's a friend, if it's a, a coworker, if it's someone else, you have to know through questioning, through relationship, how best to convey because truth is is awesome, and it's not one size fits all. It's it's one size, but the way you approach it may not fit for every person. So you need to know how to convey that truth in love. You have to use their language in love in order to convey that message. So the basic the basis for correction is love. That is why we show mercy and we operate in grace. It's why God gives us mercy and he's given us grace because of love. You know, we are the most, one of the most popular verses in the Bible is John 3.16 where it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So Sacrifice came in, in, in uh, the giving of love game because real love is sacrificial. Real love is sacrificial. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is giving uh, sacrificially, either whether it's from your patience, because sometimes to convey it will take time. It may be, it may be, it may cost you something. It may even cost the relationship for a short period of time, but you're willing to convey that truth to disrupt the, the negative pattern so that there can be a course correction towards the positive pattern. And with that said, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Fly TV the home of on-demand talk shows, and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles 
which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, R, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. We are Furthering Fathering Radio. <laughs> Their brothers are back in the building, excited to be alive. Dad, can you handle the truth? How do you equip future generations with the truth? And we were talking about overcoming societal and cultural norms. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, Overcoming societal and cultural norms and how to convey them. And we were talking about conveying in love. And and, and my next next question uh, is, why is listening the most vital part of communicating wisdom? And before we get that, let me, let, let's describe wisdom. You know, uh, uh, before we were on, I was telling you about a bunch of A's. Uh, you know, you want to be an A student to be, to become wise. So wisdom is mm-hmm. assessing a acquisition, a apprehension, a mm-hmm. acceptance, a mm-hmm. an appropriation and appreciation of God ordained and revealed truth. It is grasping mm. the truth, right? And then it is knowing and understanding the rightness, the re- relevance, the reasons, and the ramifications. What the best way to, and timely way to use it, the best utility of it, the godly use of it. So to put that in a nutshell, wisdom is grasping the truth, knowing how mm-hmm. it works, and knowing how best to work it. It is supplied and applied knowledge. So, so when it comes to wisdom, when it comes to wisdom, uh, uh, why is listening so convey a truth? You you've apprehended it, you've you appreciate it, uh, you, you had that aha, <laughs> the epiphany. You you you've 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 under, you're, you're you're grasping it, and you're understanding all the ramifications, reasons. Uh, uh, why it's right and why it should be conveyed and why it should be done, and you, you, you're learning how to best uh, uh, use it and apply it, but you want to convey that truth. Why is listening so important in communicating wisdom? Well, let's look at it like this. I love to use this terminology. It's one of my favorites. Revelation creates transformation, which allows for elevation. So we'll say that again. Say it again slowly, so the so the so the listeners can hear you. And I think your volume went down a little bit. So say it a little louder. Okay. Revelation creates transformation, which allows for elevation. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now, now mind you, not every dad is a, is a is a believer. Uh, and not every dad is going to capture that the way we when we talk that talk like you talking that talk. Well, break that down, <laughs> break that down, break that down, break that well, down. Let's, let's look at Revelation. Let's break Revelation yeah. down to what we call knowledge. Yeah. Okay, a learning process. Yeah. When we take the to allow ourselves to be open to learning. And we don't base learning on preconceived judgments, but we allow ourselves to learn from all the things that we we internalize, whether it's through reading, listening, but having a foundation of of some form of of values and morals within us 
it gives us a balance of properly adjusting our thinking to things that more than likely are going to be going correct. Now, to your point, some of us, like you said, are not located in certain areas spiritually. But for the most part, we have a basic understanding of what is right and what is wrong. And when we sense something that's not too correct, we now have an obligation to decide on which way we're going to present that. That's going to make yeah. sense to our, our, our children in a sense that they can feel comfortable with what dad is giving them because something in them says that sounds correct. There's not a check in the spirit. Now, yeah. there's people that realize that's out there that's way over on the other side. They got no filter whatsoever. And right. You got to understand that's that part of the world that we're trying to keep our children from having to enter. That's based on the trends and and what society says and what what what's good today and what may change and be good tomorrow. But we know that's what we call health and sculpture. There's no foundation under that, mm-hmm. you know. And if that foundation is rocky and shaky, and it leaves the children with a question mark which has to find get an answer. We pray yeah. that they don't find an answer that sounds right, but that's not right from another source when it should be coming from us. That's why it brings us back to men understanding your purpose is based from above, not in tradition, not in cultures. But if you don't have an understanding of your purpose and identity, you're subject to being anything to anybody. Now, I, I, I get this from me real quick. I say yeah. this. You want to have the foundation? It's going to come from you building. If you have not already done it, to those fathers who have not already done it, looking, going to the future, this is a verb, an action. Building intimacy with the father. Bringing honor to his nature and his character through your actions. Creating respect within for his integrity. Enabling yourself, maybe on a small note, but growing from there, but at least allowing an opening to have belief in his word in some shape, form, or another, which is going to create a trust in his love because you're going to see his love begin to manifest if you've never known it before. This is going to affirm his purpose and his will for your life and for those around you and will allow you to now begin to appropriate his promises. Amen. So but, but um in in the in the father child the the father spouse wife the the the, the husband wife the the um the friend friend to friend now in since you said revelation how do you how, why is listening to the person that you're trying to convey to, why is that so important to reveal uh, 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 in the process of re- revelation, in the process of revealing truth to your child? Uh, 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 mind you, there being there's a psyop called education, a psyop mm-hmm. called uh, uh, um, um, called entertainment whether it be video games or, 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 or movies or, or social media. And uh, there is a, a, a wall being built that you may not even realize that's being built where they're receiving information from concerns that, that were not poured by God. <laughs> and they may, they may be drinking from fountains that are not molded by the hands of God and nor the water being poured by him. So, they they are receiving their cues in a different way from different sources. How why is listening, hearing them, so important in reveal in the process of revealing to them? It's going to begin to tell you things about where they're located, yeah. who they're yielded to. What yeah. is what is feeding their appetite, and yeah. why is that feeding? Okay? Yeah. Why is what you're hearing from them 
motivating them so much, encouraging them so much, making them excited. Yeah. When you when yeah. talking about something, you see a sparkle in their eye. Why do they get a sparkle yeah. in their eye? Because that com- comprises something else that you would give them. See, it tells you where your children are located at that at that time and place, and it gives you the understanding of what you're up against if it's a negative feedback that you're getting from them and allows you now to begin to seek and search for what you need to do to to rearrange that thinking to a righteous yes. thinking. Yes, yes. Because if, yes. You, if yes. you don't know how to pick up on what's not correct, because you're operating in what we spoke about earlier, those those areas, you'll miss it. It'll go right past you. And yes. how many parents yes. does it go past on a daily basis? You don't find out yes. what your child is involved in until it comes across your your desk by ear, by sight, or by action through another means, another avenue, another vehicle. Exactly. And now yes. you're going, wow, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never heard them speak like that before. I've never seen that action. So it lays back to how much are you really paying attention so that you can be in a position to understand? Because what they're receiving revelation from, again, is creating transformation, whether it's good or bad. Yes. And it can elevate into whatever that is according to how much feeding they're getting. So so it's a combination of faith comes by hearing. Um, exactly. As as, as, and, and studying to show thyself approved simultaneously, right? So you're, 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 mm-hmm. growing, you're, become, you're growing in faith, faithfulness to God, but also faithfulness to them. You're becoming a trusted source. A, a place, a, a safe place to land, uh, um, a place that they can go, a place of refuge. So as you're listening, you're, as you said, you're hearing where where they are spiritually, where they are emotionally, where their soul is on on these specific things, in in the way they process, the way they process things. At the same time, you're studying to show yourself approved unto God, but you're also showing yourself approved as a as a proven source of wisdom, and you and you won't be ashamed. They won't be ashamed to come to you, but you also won't be ashamed to share the truth because it's been developing in you to share to them. You'll be able to parse it out, rightly divide it. In other words. You could give out the appropriate amount of information, the, 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 the correct amount, age-appropriate, the wisdom-appropriate amount of information that they can internalize, chew on, ruminate on, meditate on, and grow from. So, and so that word of truth that you're giving them, you're giving them that word of truth, having gone through a process yourself, of not only receiving the truth, but hearing their heart so that you can give the right dosage of truth for that specific heart. That's why I said before, it's not, it's, it is good for all, but it's not one size fits all. To rightly divide yeah. means to give the pro- pro- correct proportions of what you're giving. So as dad, you're not going to, 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 to give spiritual calculus to a toddler. You're going to use simpler language, and you're going to mm-hmm. show examples uh, that, that, that benefit them. Uh, um, you're going to give examples that they're going to remember from out of their reservoir of understanding so that you can grow them. So, And it, even if your college-age student is coming back you know, with, with, with Freud and Jung, <laughs> to pervert, <laughs> and, and you can relate to them uh, uh, the, the 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 source of the thinking <laughs> and, and how it can veer mm-hmm. you away from the truth that need that there may need to be a course correction 
or a correction in behavior. But we, we've come up to a time where we have to do a commercial, and we'll be right back. Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, this is Furthering Fathering Radio. The brothers are back in the building. Dad, can you handle the truth? How do you equip future generations with the truth? Yes, seek the truth. Speak the truth. The wise redefine print and feel the touchy reality as if God is patiently guiding you, your hand over the braille. Many have been indoctrinated. So many have been indoctrinated in fallacy and that dissecting information to get the truth has become a rescue mission, but a rescue mission impossible that may blow up in your face if the mission is accepted, but it must be accepted. Liars, praise on the young. So every household, every neighborhood, church, every community needs a heroic herald. Somebody's going to say, hear ye, hear ye. A person who dispenses reality, who speaks the truth in love, dads that needs to be us. So, you know, in our, over, in our the importance of overcoming the deception, you know, with the truth and passing the wisdom on to others, you know, we need to be specific with our children. And, you know, we were just talking about um, the importance of listening. Now, how do you create unity? How do you create unity that overcomes the generational gaps? You know, because, you know, as we're conveying the truth, you know, the truth does three things. The truth hurts. The truth discriminates against everything false whether it's societal or cultural or educational or governmental or political or socioeconomical, it doesn't matter if it's false. It's false. The truth will shine a light on it, and you're going to see, uh, you're going to see the, 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 the truth. And that light shining bright after you've been in darkness may hurt, but the truth makes you free. There has to be an adjustment period where your eyes start hurting, your spiritual eye stops hurting, your pride is broken, your, your mind is freed, and now you can move forward in that truth. But sometimes the reinforcement of these gaps, of the disunity, is done by delineation. In other words, know your Gen Z, know your Gen X. Know you're this denomination. Know you're this belief system. Know you're this political party. You're, you're male, you're female. And nowadays, you get to choose whatever gender you are, no matter what you have, uh, uh, swinging or not swinging. You, you, you get to choose who you are. And with that opinion worship, it creates division. It creates, it fosters Waters and fertilizers. It's funky. It, it fertilizes division. It's how do we bridge gaps? How do we overcome generational gaps, societal gaps, cultural gaps, when we are holding the truth and we want to speak it in love? 
So right back to what we talked about earlier. The very same thing again. That foundation, it, you don't, I think a lot of times what happens with parents is because of the way that we are trained ourselves, because as we know, there's no manual for parenting except for the main manual that we call the Word of God. But most people parent from a position of what they were taught or learned. Let me say, let me change that, not taught, but a learned position that they got from the way their parents parented them, who yes. got their way of parenting from the parents that parented them. And they passed it through down as a way of what we might call it a tradition. Is it always right? No. <clears throat> Excuse me, a lot of times it's wrong. Yeah, but, We're passing them yeah. some, some, some toxic stuff that creates some atmospheres that comes back to bite us later on. And we're trying to figure out, whoa, what happened? Uh, why did my child go to? Because of the things that we were imparting to them was not necessarily based on truth. So the, yeah. the the foundation that we have to use is not traditions, not doctrines, not what society says, but what does the foundation of of, of values and morals and, and real truth mean when I have to reach out to a five-year-old who then a couple of years later I got to reach out at 10 years old, and then a couple of years later I got to reach out at 15. And when they do that real dramatic jump to to 18 and more and the responsibility living their level they're given now or that they have found themselves now walking in, everything that came before that, has to be a foundation that when they really run into these challenges that we have been protecting them from to some degree to that point mm-hmm. that they will be able to storm and weather the storm that's going to come. Now, that goes back to what? What kind of attitude do they have at this time? Yeah. Because everything we're teaching them is helping them to create the kind of attitude that is going to help them to be successful because your attitude right. determines your destiny. You know, and exactly. when we look at all we're to do, it's going to bring them into those five areas that, that the attitude executes the power in their life. That's thought, word, action, habit, and choice. Because you what? Your thoughts do what? They shape your identity. And if your thoughts exactly. are solid and on a solid foundation, there's a great chance you're going to have a great understanding of your identity, and it won't be based on what somebody says you are or what somebody says you should be, or somebody else's ability to try to influence you to their way of thinking. Because yeah. your attitude is what? The basic lens or the frame through which you see yourself, the world, and other people. Yes, yes. You, you know, in the process of, of uh, overcoming generational gaps, um, it, it kind of goes back to the listening. Um, but is that, uh, it's listening to love. Uh, um, it, it, it's listening not just during that conversation. It's listening how they communicate to others and what they communicate to others, what they what they're mm-hmm. entertained by, uh, or, or favorites are, uh, what their sweet spot is. Um, you overcome uh, a generational gap by embrace, by through embracing, by through. Uh, it, it's a there's a there's a way of covering. You you, you can cover. Gently, like a, like a, like a quilt, you know the 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 the, uh, the Holy Spirit is called the Comforter. You can cover gently like a quilt, or you can come down from the top rope <laughs> you got and, slam, you got and slam the lights out of them. You know, uh, 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 covering does not tell you how to cover. Now, you need to know at what degree in gravity that you can. You that you're coming down, because you have to come down to their level, and speak to their devil, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, the assigned spirit to them, but you also have to speak to them, to them. But you have to, and it's not too. I should correct myself. You should speak with them. There you go. Yes, because yes. because you're, you're you're conveying truth, 
you're also teaching vocabulary. So you're, you're, you're reinforcing the positive, and you're loving them out of the negative. Um, sometimes there may need to be a raised voice. Sometimes they may, you may need to put a mat of firecrackers in their back pocket, you know? Um, uh, you know, so, <laughs> so um, you know, there's, there are various methods you, when you're conveying truth. You have to do, sometimes it's direct, take your hand off of that, might need, might need to be done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a process. Son or daughter, or a wife or friend, you may need to take this step, this step, and this step, and you may get the result. Or to break them out so they can they may not perceive it because they're speaking and seeing things differently because they get cues differently. You may have to use an analogy that they can relate to, uh, 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 like Nathan did. Uh, the Nathan did that to David to to get him to yes. understand what he was doing. So sometimes yes. you have to get people to understand through the story, a story that relates to what you're talking about. Here's an example. Mm-hmm. I heard a story on Family Radio years ago about a, a, um, a, a, a dad's daughter. She's coming into her own. She's a preteen. She wants to go to the movies with her friends, but it's a rated R movie, and there's just a little bit of sex, a little bit of violence, and that's how she explains it to her dad. Well, the dad says, you know, tomorrow I'm going to make you a cake, and, you know, it, it, and we can talk about it. So he makes this chocolate mousse cake, and he gives her a piece, and he says to her, whoa, 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 before you eat it, there's a little bit of poop. There's a little bit of dirt. <laughs> There's a little bit of slime. <laughs> stuff you don't like in there. And she understood immediately that not everything needed to be that that's popular needs to be ingested ingested by her because of the effect. Because uh, it'll it, it'll be it's unhealthy. There, there are ways you can be direct. That's, no, I want you to see it, and it's touch, it will stomp up the stairs. You don't understand me. Right? Exactly. <laughs> That's how it sounds, too. It sounds like the, 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 the um, when they're whining like that, they sound like a, 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 a different version of the of the Charlie Brown teacher. Instead of wah, 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 it's like, <laughs> so they sound like that, but there's a point behind that. Um, you have to listen to them, but you, you have to also know when to be firm, and, but you have to know mm. how to convey. How you convey is so important. How you convey will record. If the person is right in front of you, don't throw as hard as you can for them to catch the ball and then blame them for dropping it. I don't know if you get that one. If, if, right. if, if the person you're trying to throw the ball to, the receiver, is three yards away from you. You don't wind up like 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 Warren Moon. You don't wind up and give it all you got. Follow through so that your foot kicks up in the back and hear the thud. Zoom! Right? <laughs> and the cry afterwards. Right? And then wonder why they didn't catch it. Exactly. I hope that analogy helped somebody because that was a model for what what, what I'm trying to say. You can't. You, uh, um, the word "different strokes for different folks" is 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 is, is, is kind of off putting. Each person is special enough that they should. It's like the UN. When you go to the UN, they have these headphones you put on, and 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 they receive the message. When the Holy Ghost spoke at Pentecost. Everyone heard in their own language. God does. So if you want to be godly, you need to speak. You may have four kids. You may have five kids. Each one speaks different language. You may have your wife is nothing like your girlfriends. Don't don't ever compare. Compare to the past. (laughs) Dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We just get into it, but we gotta go to a break, and we will be right. Back. 
<laughs> Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. This is Furthering Fathering Radio. Uh, We love you out there. We love you out there. Dad, can you handle the truth properly, gently, wisely? How do you convey, how do you equip your future generations with the truth? Oh, my goodness, we're having an awesome conversation here about conveying the truth, being wise about how you convey the truth, how you uh, uh, listen, how you communicate, how you embrace. Now, here's here's the kicker. What is the antidote for indoctrination? What is the antidote for indoctrination? In other words, sometimes your loved one has been kidnapped by society. (laughs) There's a ransom for their return. But what happens is once they're returned, now they believe what the the the, the hostage taker or the kidnapper uh, 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 course of thinking was. They are now experiencing what's called Stockholm syndrome, and mm. the truth is not so important because the the concept of worshiping your opinion has been so drilled from the time that you put them in front of the TV watching Cartoon Network by themselves, you drop them off in kindergarten, they go through middle school and high school, they they, they go to college, they, they get married, and they think they know it all because they're used to worshiping their opinion and the truth is far. There's something we say at the Haven, there's something we say in Further and Fathering, you must be for the truth whether it's for you or against you, that is how you grow in wisdom. True learning mm-hmm. is growing in wisdom. And to truly grow in wisdom, you must be for the truth, whether it is for you or against you. When you it's for you, keep going in that direction. When it's against you, changes must be made. Yes. So what is the antidote for indoctrination, Ron? Man, that's a big one. And, again, <laughs> back to what we talked about early. It starts early, man. Um, yes. When you talked about that analogy you gave with the cake, those are the yes. kind of things that you have to do with your young ones to create the atmosphere to allow them the freedom to think. So yes. you're not trying to think for them. You're helping them to learn how to think for themselves, but yes. to use valuable and foundational truths to think with. Yeah. Because everything that we get from that, that as we call it, television, which we know when you break it down, is called tell a vision. It's telling the vision. Exactly. It's telling that vision that they want your children to receive. 
because it comes back to us doing what? Guarding our heart and mind. But if yes. we don't help our children to learn how to guard their hearts and minds, they're subject to anything. One of the key things yes. I learned as a father was when you stand over your children when they are toddlers and you speak to them, the reason why they look at you and cry or are shrun from you is because they're in fear of you. Why? Because they see something five times bigger than them talking down to them. That yeah. creates an atmosphere of uncomfortability for them. They can't relate. But when you come down and get on your and you are looking them eye to eye, yes, you create an atmosphere of oneness with them. Yes. Not in the sense of they're equal to you, but you allow them to be okay in your space. And yes. they can accept you in this. Now they're open to receive from you and they can hear you. And that's big. And even as they get older, you continue to move at the same height of their growth in different ways that allows them to. I did something that I don't recommend to a lot of fathers when my girls were young. They were past toddler going in. They were like going into their preteens. And they had just irritated their mama to no end. I mean, she was pissed. And I came home, and I could hear her outside the door fussing at them. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I put my key in the door, and I came in, and she turned and looked at me, and I saw this look of two things on her face, <laughs> frustration and relief. <laughs> now, again, knowing, knowing both of you knowing each other spiritually, mentally, emotionally, as you should, as a team, I can see two things on her face. Number one, oh, thank God you're home. In that thank God you're home was something else. Oh, you get to take over now. <laughs> I, get a, I get a moment to breathe and come back to reality. So the first thing I said outside was, hi, sweetie. Let me hug you. <laughs> what I was doing was, I was bringing down the USA that moment so that she could speak to me from her heart and not from frustration. And I yes. had a better chance of finding out what was going on. So when I entered the room to see my little precious daughters, I would know how to relate to them the way I needed to as a father. And yes. he began to download everything to me. You know how our, our, our wives do. They just, she just went on down the list. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. all right. So as I said, well, let me go see my princess. She said, yeah, yeah. go on and see your princess. Hmm, there ain't so much princess in the day. I'm like, okay, all of that is emotion. Yes. I'm not going to let emotion govern to how I should come with wisdom as the head of my household because my daughters know their father a certain way. And if yeah. I come outside of anything that they know, I'm going to do them a disservice that will have a long-term effect, that will take me even longer term to undo. So I have to go by wisdom. So as I approached, the first thing I did was love on them as I should, and I didn't come with an emotion of anger, oh, you made your mama upset, I need to deal with you. No, that's not the way you approach that. I came and I said, so how was your day? Because the mama's telling me you had some very active days today. So let's talk about that. What did I do? I sat down. I didn't stand over them, and I had them both right. sit down, one on one side and one on the other. I said, let's talk about your day. And I let them talk, and I did not say not one word, because what did I need yeah. to do? Remember what I spoke to you earlier about revelation creates transformation, which allows elevation? Me mm -hmm. speaking to them, they spoke, and more listening than speaking allowed me to hear the foundation of what was going on to create the atmosphere that had frustrated their mother so much so that I could respond to them in a manner that would be corrective, but at the same time, it would be elevated. At the same yeah. time, it would break them down, but make them feel that, yes, I recognize what I did, Dad, and, yeah, you're right, I should have done it this way. Did they yeah. walk away rejected? Or did they walk away 
feeling elevated. They walked away feeling right. elevated. Powerful but they also understood power. that they had made the mistake, and that was the key. Yeah. And as a father, that is the key to us being the leader in our home, being the visionary in our home, being the one that covetates the lives of our children, and also your wife, because her watching you do what you do motivates her and encourages her to want to do the same because you're leading her as much as you're leading the young ones to some degree. You're yes, in agreement yes. when you're and your children. And we're so, down so to the that last was four minutes. Ron, we're down to the last four minutes, and, and you've been dropping bombs. Uh, you know, I, I pray that uh, those who hear this listen back to this. You know, there's something about seeing patterns and uh, conveying patterns. You know, my, all four of my children have done exceptionally well in school. Uh, no matter how they started off, some of them started off slower or faster than others, but they all ended up doing exceptionally well, doing, doing exceptionally well in school. My prayer, my bedtime prayer for them from the time they were little was for them to see patterns. And you talked about it a little earlier when you said that you want them to be able to exercise the thought muscles of their own, to strengthen their own thought muscles so that they can uh, obtain the truth, be able to handle the weight of the truth and to be able to operate in the weight of the truth uh, uh, as they grow stronger and stronger and stronger in wisdom. So we're about to close. We're about to close. And uh, I suggest that each dad prays for their children to see the patterns, that they uh, operate in the patience that it requires, the wisdom that it requires as the antidote for indoctrination, that, that there's unity in their families, that helps them to over, overcome generational curses and generational gaps, that they operate in listening, which is the most important part of communicating wisdom because you can throw a great spiral, but if, the, you're, if you're off target, it's an incomplete. <laughs> you want to connect. The way to connect is to hear them and hear their hearts. Ask the quality questions. Mm -hmm to get to their heart. And when you see the bad ideas that are unhealthy, you want to capture what is right, practice what is right, learn what is right, be steeped in what is right so that you can properly and wisely convey that to whom you're trying to convey that in the language that they can receive it. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for you. You have sent your son and your, the way, the truth, and the life. Help us speak yeah. to our sons and daughters the right way, conveying the truth yeah. so that they may have a quality life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to assess, the ability to appropriate, the ability to approve of, the ability to 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 to, to desire the, the to, to to know the ramifications to, to to grasp the truth to know how it works and how best to work it. We thank you, Lord, yeah. that you've given us victory in our families by giving wisdom and let it pour down like the anointing, like the oil, hallelujah, like manna from heaven. Bless us, Lord, that we can speak to our spouses wisdom, that we can speak to our children's wisdom, that we can speak to our friends wisdom, that we can speak to our coworkers wisdom, our brothers and sisters, our parents and those in our neighborhoods wisdom, not in a horny way, but help us to be direct when we need to be direct, to process, to show process when we need to, but also Give them joy in analogy so that they can yes. properly digest the truth. We thank you, Lord, for you are the Aleph that Aleph, our Abba, our King, the ultimate Father, yes. the wisest of wise. Thank you, Lord, for truth, the truth that makes us free. We thank you in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Until next week, be excited to be alive. We love you to life. 
Amen. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Lo- love you, Ron. Love you, Brother Jay. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>